Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your hosts, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Al Gore. That's my name. That is your name. Al Superintendent. Al the Super Superintendent Gore. Or, as I like to call myself, Super Al. Super Al. I love it. I know we should, I, I honestly, there, there are shirts I have brewing in my head that we need to, that we need to get you. I sure. really want that nickname to, to stick. Super Al? Super Al. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Speaking of, uh, you know, I don't know. Super stuff? Sure. Super stuff. Have you been to Arcat.com really recently? I have. Hey, can I interrupt since I'm also interrupting Al? Absolutely. Super Al. Interrupting Al. You know what we need to give a try out? No. You know there's Charette? Yes. And it's kind of like a Pinterest and also a project management for your projects for RCAT. And I can't believe we haven't tried it out yet. So I, can't we believe, I can't believe we haven't tried it out either. So we'll do that. Let you all know. As long as we're talking about RCAT, you should know about that. Because in case you are more efficient than us, you can check it out even before us. Correct. Um, but it, it's exactly kind of what I said is what it looks, it looks like. Is that you, RCAT has all this stuff. Now you can combine it, track it, keep it in projects. Looks super cool. Check it out. Yeah. So if you haven't been to arcat.com recently, you should because arcat.com is the number one most used website for finding building product information and has a new look. Uh, Arcat has updated their site to get you the data you want that much faster. Their search now allows you to choose what kind of information you want, like CAD, BIM, or specs, and only get results with that data, Al. No extraneous searching. RCAT is also consistently fine-tuning their search engine to make sure you are getting the information you asked for. Of course, it's still free and requires no registration or login. So if you need building product information and haven't used RCAT recently or have never tried RCAT, head over to RCAT.com and try it out. You'll be glad you did. Cool. Cool. If you haven't heard about Dell, who are you? Who, where? What planet are you from? What are you doing? What planet are you from that Elon Musk is trying to get you? <laughs> He, dude, to interrupt again, yeah, um, you know he wants to go to Mars. Of course, but you know he where wants he's a nuke, going nuke first? Mars. Hashtag nuke Mars. Yeah, by twenty, so by twenty twenty two or twenty three. That's coming up. It is. So he's first going to do a flyby around the moon, just for fun. Yep. Then take people around, then land stuff, then land people on the moon by twenty twenty four. Amazing. So. I, why is NASA like? Why is NASA not just like saying like, "Oh, you you do it then"? <laughs> Abolish NASA. Yeah, I don't know. So, speaking of that you are on Earth, so you have heard about Dell, um, but you should know about Dell for entrepreneurs because they're not just for big businesses. And if you need a new computer, we have had Dells for a decade, over Easy, over a decade, even from college. We launched our we launched our firm using one of a, the first of its kind quad core processor yes. uh and it, it, they i mean i think we had those computers for man although i bet five seven years i bet seven years we, we use them and they still worked out it was like one of the best investments i honestly I, that's one of the critical parts for us launching was be able to have the longevity of this of these of these uh computers so this was one of our hacks was we were in in college and i was in the army and lance was uh he, he was a Native American, still is, as far as I know. Hey, 
Well, it depends on what I want to identify as. If I'm if I'm going, you know, over the little white way, I don't know. So, anyways, Lance was very diligent about getting scholarships, and I was getting some money from the army, right? So we had enough money to put down, a, get substantial computers, substantial. And computers. Al was super cheap. Here's how cheap Al was in college. Al would do movie night, but instead of was a dollar movie night or something like it was. that, dollar movie night. But instead of him paying for it, he would go around and ask for change. Yeah, but I was smart about to it. to earn it. I would ask the girls for change and then say, you want to go to a movie? <laughs> <laughs> this guy right over here sitting Systems across from me. People. Yeah. Set, setting yourself up for success. So here's a system. Get yourself a very, very, very good Dell computer because then when you get out, you will still be running at a high level. You'll still be able to run all your programs even a couple years later. And if you decide that you need to start your own firm because of a recession or anything else, then you don't have to do that sunk cost of two to $4,000 into a really, really good computer because that's that's where you'll be at. So instead, I was going to do a read, but I'm not even doing a read. Because not I, even I, doing a read. This is, I just said It's that. just reality. So just do that. Um, visit dell.com forward slash inside the firm. This is how they're giving back to you. And you can earn basically two to 5% off of your purchase, right? You can also call 1-800-757-8442. Tell them you're with Inside the Firm. Tell them you are best buds with Inside the Firm. They're literally your best friends. Best friends. Besides Nick. Besides he's Nick. like a second. He's like your second or third cousin friend, right? Uh, and your member ID. This is all on our website, insidethefirmpodcast.com. But if you are on the phone, you might be over 50. That's just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but the member ID is 5300157047590. Rewind that. Get it. And if you want to be, and if you wanna be just like Lance... Get a Precision 7540. It's awesome. Deck it out if you're a student. Deck it out. Get crazy. Yeah. yeah. What are we talking about today? Tell you what we're talking about. Uh, one of our one of our uh, developers that we worked with, that we worked with for probably the longest. He, uh, I remember going out at the job site with him at one point. He was very, his very first development. He was doing stuff that is very similar to us. He's probably twice as big um, as far as the number of units, but he looked very Gant one day. Um, he looked like he was shaken one day, right? And is, I is he my best friend? He's one of your best friends. Okay. And I look at Al, yeah. and I look at Al some days, and then I look yeah. at myself, and my my wife looks at me. Actually, yeah. she goes, she doesn't say I'm thin. She she actually is like, you are you are you are fit. And I'm like, yeah, I feel fit. Oh, that's because I am. I'm 175. So I'm lean, mean uh, construction machine, Al. Okay. I'll make fun of that. He, so he had four shirts on today. Yeah. <laughs> he just took off, and I, I was like, that's a skinny little dude. Yep. <laughs> you do got some bones and some muscles I, on oh, you. I though. got some. I got some. I got yeah. some muscles. Yeah. yeah. But we 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 are thin. <laughs> We're on the developer diet, so I want to talk about that, what it means to be at the last 5% of your development, and kind of recap for everybody what what kind of a scramble it is and how many moving parts there are. I don't know if there's ever been a... It's like right when you start the project, there's a, there's not that many moving parts. Uh, there really isn't, as far as breaking ground. Oh, the excavator's out there. And if and if it, if he, if he's if he's a foundation guy too, great. That's the same person. They're just doing their job. Not a lot of questions to answer, especially if you've done a very simple project like uh, foundation like ours. But eventually, you get to the point of finishing everything up and just doing stuff like getting the gas turned on, getting the electricity turned on, getting the water turned on. Yesterday, we had nine different subs on site. When when Alex and I showed up after. We had, uh, we went, we're at, we're giving our, we're doing, we're teaching. The guys, a couple of our guys were coming up to us and they're like, 
everybody's on top of each other today and the painters are yelling at the at the tile or at the road guys because the road guys wanted to open the window it was like chaos when we got there then I, and it was about noon um so al i think you met with somebody right when you got there and then and then i ran home and changed real quick and when i got back at about one my whole goal was to set one vanity cabinet <laughs> and this is a 15 minute task for me yeah 15 done it's very simple you know i just got to do a couple things and the Couples, two screws. It's all it takes two screws. Yeah. Three, I guess. I didn't. I didn't set that cabinet. <laughs> What's it, was, it was. I was ran circles and was just phone calls, talking to people nonstop. Everybody's got their little. I wouldn't call them pithy problems, but close to it. Like just get it done. Yes. <laughs> that segues. So that same day, I came back and Jason's like, he didn't say you wouldn't believe it, but he was just like, there was just so many people, and and I didn't want to be a, a jerk or. But it's it's like this is my this is my every morning. Welcome. And and then, the, but the thing I did tell him is like, and on top of that, Jason, on top of you being super Al, you know, like subbing in, I still got fourteen phone calls while I was at school teaching, and I took most of them. Which yes, was, you did. Yeah. Um. So the, during those, like, we we almost need to tell the guys, and and maybe they don't know. There's two things that are kind of a revelation when you get into this position, right? One is people ask you the que- like questions and a lot of times you won't know the answer, but it doesn't matter. Like you just think like, what, what, what would I do? Oh, I would do this. And then you like, you're the only one in charge. I mean, I guess you're like the same as to you, but like we don't, we normally don't run any piddly little questions by each other, right? Not really. Yep. So it's like, Oh, I guess I'm in charge. So whatever I says go, like the answer doesn't almost matter sometimes. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I think that the, the deliberation to the answer that doesn't matter isn't what matters. That's what I think it is. Exactly. It, it's almost like guys, you, you could have came up with this. Answer. I know it, it, it's just that you're asking me and there's no one. Hey, hey, me. Warren, the electrician, you could have just cut that plate. Yep. And just put it in there. I'm not going to complain. Yep. Does the light switch work? Great. And, and it goes back to the time at Leapskin when I was an uh, intern. Um, one of the bosses was mad at me and my other intern friend because we didn't have this big, gigantic model painted that was over like $100,000. Like, we didn't know what color to paint it. Like, you pick it. And we're like, you want us to pick this? So we, we like had four choices, and then we just caught Daniel, Leapskin in the hall, and we go, which color do you like? And he just pointed at one. He didn't even know what the hell we were talking about. <laughs> So then we could blame it on him, you know, if it yeah. actually happened. But we we could have we could have picked it. No one would have known. So like that's what I'm getting at. And and the second thing is then okay, rather than just picking, how can you make uh, a philosophy that has easier decisions? Because I got two questions out there. Interesting. And and one was um, there's hey, are we gonna paint paint this metal beam or not that's exposed? And I didn't know. And I wasn't going to ask Lance. I was like, I don't know. Do I do I, do I need to answer that now? And like, oh, they're going to weld and leave marks. And regardless, I go just have them weld. So like regardless if we were going to paint it or not, the, the answer was move forward. The answer is move forward, yeah. Then I got another question like 20 minutes later. Oh, they want to cut the HVAC, the metal people, to get their things in. That's not... So I go, no. Have them cut their own railings and weld their own railings together. Because cutting someone else's stuff is not moving forward. Like they dented it instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! I but can't you know wait. that's what 
I'm actually we're gonna iterate to to a to a person, but to, you know we should sometime do it to whole team. Like, if you just have that in your head, like what is moving forward and what is not moving forward in this context? Because in architecture, I think a lot of times we can just sit there, go back and forth, and like do mock-ups and stuff like that, but not on a job site. Not with deadlines, not with things being pushed back, not with 14 people, not with the city. What it, well, what, what it makes me think is it makes me think, what is the best way to phrase this to somebody in the sense that, and, and the phrase I think needs to be something like, um, is this decision a deal breaker? Like, I'm not sure any of those, like th- with the, the decisions that you made, none of them were deal breakers. Like, what is a deal breaker to what, what, what it, it, Oh, should, I don't know. If it's is it a deal breaker? That's what I want to like. Is it a deal breaker? No. Okay, then just make the decision. Like I wouldn't hire you, and maybe it's our fault for not telling, for not just iterating to our guys or even our subcontractors that I actually trust your decision here. Yeah. Um, but then there has been some of those where there's been some pretty bad decisions that happen on well, site. We've done it too. Yeah. Me and you have done it. Yeah. So it's weird. You got to accept some of that. It's going to happen. And even with your subs, like if you're going to make bad decisions, yep. then they'll make some too, right? So examples is the sewer. They're going to have to clean that all up. But the same example with us is if we're going to have to do bullnose around, you know, all that, that stuff. So like <laughs> it's definitely not a one size fit all thing, but it's like an 80% correct. Is this a deal breaker? Move forward. Yeah. It's like 75%. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So maybe it's taking the fear out of moving forward that's what it really should be is take take the fear out of moving forward by knowing that look 75% of the time of you're going 70 right. 75% of your decisions are probably going to be okay it, the, it may be even more than that i would say 90% of your decisions are going to be okay it's going to be okay to make those decisions and it's not going to be a deal breaker and you're still moving forward so take take the fear out of moving forward but and then okay this is what we should tell the guys but we should also tell the guys like this because you could ask me or Lance. I, I want to say 85% of their decisions will be right, right? 85. I feel comfortable with 85. Okay. Sure. And then say you could ask Lance or I, but we're only at 90, 95%. 95% of our decisions are going to be right. Me and you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So let's say there's six of you. If you all don't make a decision and then make Lance and I make all the decisions, then we're bottlenecked. We're bottlenecked. For that 10%. Yeah. And so we, stopped. and then, and now we realize that there's a 10% gap and we're okay with, and we're, we know that we're already comfortable accepting the failures. Bam. Yeah. And That's we are, it. you just got to pay for them. All you got to do everybody, <laughs> <laughs> you just got to, all you got to do everybody is you just got to, you know, it's so funny. You y- say that you though. just got to pay for all this because, shit. because I've gotten so many phone calls from you. Like, you know, this is going to cost more money. You know, like, I, I, I understand what you want to do, Al. I understand, and I'm behind you. But this is going to cost more money. <laughs> so, Al has stepped, as, as since Al has stepped in as Super Al, um, Al has told me, like, well, I just had to, I just had to decide that I'm going to do what my, I'm going to do these, these tasks that I am being the boss of my way. And I go, totally fair, but you know it's going to cost more money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. You know and, it's going to cost more money, right? And, and he's like, yep. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. There's stuff we didn't know too, but I'm glad I made this decision. I, I knew there's a lot of things that I know that I don't know, but we do anyways, like this whole project. I knew with the road, and I don't know how to convey it, we don't know enough about all this road base and all that. Not that it's difficult, but you saw how expert 
their whole team was. Well, he, like, he, okay, so just so everybody knows what was going to happen was... <clears throat> We this is our very first development. We we are not full of cash, and I'm not sure any developer is ever really full of cash. But when it's your first project, you definitely are not full of cash, and you are trying to just get through the project. So there's been a lot of stuff where we have self performed. One of them was going to be screw it, we're going to do the grading, we're going to do the road base, which is if you have the time to do it, sure. I think you could do it. I think you could rent the right machinery. But I think it would have. I think Alex is right in that this is going to take us like do you know how long this is going to take us and. Me thinking we can accomplish, we can do anything and just sacrifice our bodies and our time and family time and all of that. These guys came in and knocked it out in one day. I mean, it yep. was just, they had, the the way Rick could drive that backhoe, even the guys were saying, we're like, he is like, a, he is like threading a needle with this thing. It's incredible. And, and not only that they had that, they had a bobcat and some guys with shovels. And then they had three dump trucks. Picking stuff up and then getting real so at the with same time. Work. I'm so happy with so, that. So, like, yes, me and you could have done it, but we would have had one or two machines and then we would have had a stupid, we would have, we would have only rented one dump truck. I know we would have. Mm-hmm. And it would have just taken like three or four days. And, and we, like, it was just, I don't know, watching that, I was like, oh, th- this is beautiful. Yeah. Good job. I mean, honestly, I wish we could have hired, I wish we could have hired, I wish we had, I wish, I wish the margin would have been actually really good instead of just, well, I guess we made some money um, at the end of the day. But like the margin, I want to, the next project we do, I want it to just, I want us to really do our due diligence. Like, wow, this margin is incredible. This margin is sick. We have, we have, I know we said we weren't going to do this, but we have packed as many possible units as we can on this, on this, on this project so that we can have that kind of play where I'm like, oh yeah, I've just hired like medium to the best. Yep. Medium to the best subs. Yep, and people that have, the ones that I've weeded out, I've worked with, I trust them. Get us, you know, a nice tight schedule going because we were just honestly flying by the seat of our pants at this because we, again, if you if you study the boom and bust cycle, right? If you know that uh, the, the way the interest rates work, like it's gonna it's gonna be in a recession again. It, this yep. is how it works. This is how it works. You have seven years of good, seven years of bad, generally, and we're there. So we knew that like, well, there's no turn it back. We're just gonna do it. And we're gonna get it done. And we're like, we're like, we're literally. 15, 21 days away from our first closing. So, yep. And, and and here's the lesson to that. So our banker that's going to give us the loan, hopefully for our new headquarters, right? He, he now has all the numbers, right? Uh, and, and he called me up. He's like, I can't believe you guys did this. I can't believe you pulled it off. Yep. He's Which like, actually to me, I was like, that kind of boosts my ego a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's like, he's like, Al, I would have told you not to do this. Yeah. He's like, I would have told you do not do this. He's <laughs> like, do this. You're already done. So like, I'm glad you did it. But he's like, I would have strongly advised you don't do this. And and we had a conversation, but this is how I'll break it down to all the listeners, right? You're probably already an architect if you're an architect listening to this, right? Your next step will be architect developer. So that means architect and buying the land and just being the developer because there's enough work in coordinating all that, coordinating the tile, coordinating the subs, coordinating the interior designers. Not, not, not the subs, sorry, but just... Um, all the title work, paperwork, all the real estate questions, all the, so just architect developer, right? Lance and Alex skipped a few steps because we did, there's architect developer contractor. Mm-hmm. So now you're the contractor too. Yep. That should be your second step, not your first step like us, right? But then you we- You think you should go architect contractor? No, I, I think you're already an architect. You should be architect developer. That's your next project. Oh. Then, then architect developer contractor. Three. Then you can do what we did, which 
which the banker would is trying to advise, would have advised back to architect, developer, contractor, and sub. That's where we got crazy because it was sub Lance for a long time while doing his regular stuff. It was sub Al. So you know, like we're literally doing cabinet casework. You know, we're literally a sub in that. There's we're literally doing roofing sub stuff. We're literally doing uh, placing and fixing. There's almost no part of the construction process where we haven't self-performed at least a portion of it. Even the foundation. I did the damp proofing on the foundation. I did the uh, the insulation, Ross and I. And then and then out then framing. We did some of the framing. Finish. We've we, we've touched almost every single part of of it. Maybe except electrical, um, plumbing and uh gas and stuff like that but but it's no joke so yeah uh architect is developer mm-hmm. maybe you should then do then contractor then if you see enough of that and you're like oh i could take over some of these subtasks especially if you're a sole proprietor i know stella osborne is a listener of this podcast and she's she's going she's trying to raise i think a couple million dollars to get to um, almost an eight-figure project and j- just as their down payment and everything to get going and uh, she's, I think she's only doing architect as developer. And I, she's a sole proprietor, so good. That's the right thing to do. Yep. I think the only way you can leap to the three-prong effect like Alex and I did, maybe. I mean, I'm not, I'm trying, I guess I'm just speaking for everybody here, but that's my just honest from the gut, shooting from the hip. If you have a business partner. You know, well, it's like when you went down to the Texas AIA chapter and, yep. and spoke. If you have a business partner, but then also like, this is our advice, just like the banker. Or you could just not listen to, to the advice and just punish yourself immensely. Uh, like someone asked, like, I, I think I told on this podcast, like, I don't even know how to answer the question. Like, how are you doing anymore? Like, I, I have no idea how to answer that question. Um, but w- like one statement I said to someone is like, you remember like when I would say I was busy, like mm-hmm. back in the day, like half a year ago, a year ago, two years ago, those were all a lie compared to now. fake news. They were all a lie. Th- that is not busy. This is this is insanity. So you could just be in, be insane. <laughs> some of our yeah, some of our subs are. They work way. They yeah. work even. Some of them even. Uh-huh. At this point, we this last couple, this last six weeks, we've been working just as much as the craziest subs. Painters, yep. painters, painters works almost seven days a week, and we've been there. You could be architect contractor if you're just doing a house because you're not developing multiple units. Yeah. So you could do that. Yeah. 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 So we are in the last 5% and that's that's the one thing I wanted to talk about is all the moving parts and everything and what are, what are some of the surprises that you found on the developer side of like, oh, I, I yes, I didn't realize we have to do that or whatever. The, the only big surprise is like when the city or certain companies like Excel Energy want to be helpful or unhelpful and how like... I kind of already knew this on the architectural side and, and it's weird. Like, Oh, sometimes like a zoning rule, they'll say there's no way you can break it. And other times like they're almost trying to help you figure out a way around. And I almost think it just comes down to the personality that you're working with. And I should have translated that more over to, Oh, that's going to happen here. But it's way different when it's going to freeze in two days and the XL guy won't come on to turn off your gas. So please remember to do that today you talked you talked okay um <laughs> just so i don't forget because i'm heading out because i got to do this yeah. this other thing right so you're on it yep good first thing i'm gonna get back um that that's like the biggest surprise like oh they like it's just a stone wall a stone wall of of money and like pushing back timelines 
and there, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Dumb. Dumb What's stuff. yours? Oh man. Well, I've been on. I've only been. I've been subcontractor land. So, I, 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 I there's nothing I could really say. But I was, I was, I was hoping you would because you're doing dealing with more of the paperwork. I guess. I don't oh. know. There was something I came across her desk today from my wife that said. We need to do something with the plot plan or whatever. Oh, yeah. I got to figure out all that. Uh, so. Plot map and CCRs. Yep. So yep. that's coming. Yep. So next week, I'm going to... Uh, your wife gave me a whole list of stuff to do. So I'll do that. I got to find. I gotta put this in my notes right now or I'll forget. So Lance, talk about... What, uh, oh. Uh, how about this? Uh, so Oh, you already talked about the architect contractor, blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. Forward welding contractor. Perfect. Perfect. I have something to talk to you about. Uh, ask you about so i had uh what was his name the other day let me see what his name was i had him on i want i don't want to mispronounce it it was not it was episode i think 131 i just had on um something mccarthy come on computer pull it up here there's an article that this guest pointed me to and i wanted to read it to you al because i wanted to see what you thought about it it's an older one it's sort of like a lawsuit or something okay uh brian McCartney. I had him on an episode 132. Sorry about that. And he brought up something that was interesting to me. And that is, so this is from uh, Thursday, July 5th, 1990. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Department of Justice files antitrust case against the American Institute of Architects. You heard about this? I have. The Department of Justice filed a, a civil antitrust suit against the American Institute of Architects, AIA, today, alleging that, it, this is 1990, uh, alleging that it unreasonably restrained price competition in the sale of architecture services. The parties also filed a consent decree that would settle the suit, the suit alleging a violation of Section 1 of the Sherman Act and proposed consent decree were filed in the U.S. District Court of Washington, D.C. Um, so the complaint alleged that the AIA and co-conspirators had entered into a an unlawful agreement to prohibit AIA members from engaging in competitive bidding, discounting fees, or providing free services. According to the complaint, the Chicago CAP chapter of the AIA in September of 1984 adopted a compensation and fee policy statement which prohibited such practices. Can you imagine if we were still operating in that? We're not with the AIA, AIA, but... Yep. If we were operating by basically saying like we won't discount fees we won't discount fees um we're going to agree to whatever fees you tell us to charge and that's that be just because we're in a club oh that doesn't seem very free market to me no that seems very protectionist to me yeah and i'm it blows me away that this was only 19 years ago yeah but what's or, sorry also, 29 years ago on the flip side what is also crazy about this is that so the um entree architect facebook group People have discussed, hey, what are your fees? Stuff like that. Because people want to know where they're at. That's anytime I've asked, it's because I want to know. I don't, yeah, I don't think it's because people want to undercut each other. Yep. But do you know what? People still bring this up. You can't discuss that. We'll, we'll get in trouble. We'll get, you know. They've like, said that? Oh, yes. Yep. This has come up multiple, multiple times. Um, and it, it's almost like an overreaction. I feel like the AIA, like, Oh, we can't talk about if we mention the word fees or whatever, we're gonna get sued. Um, so, in, in my opinion, what I've heard went went too far. But maybe like we weren't deep into how much it got. Um, it says at the end of this that they were gonna f- charge them twenty fifty thousand dollars to pay for the cost of the investigation. Maybe in nineteen ninety that was a lot of money for the AIA, uh, but 
you know, but yeah, craziness. I'm glad that I'm glad that's over with. Yeah. Uh, so that was a little back in time. Way stuff. back machine. Way back in time. Speaking of back in time, a guy that's been here since, I don't know, the ice ages. Yeah. It's a long time ago. <laughs> Nick, it's funny. He's, he sounds young. He's 74 years old. <laughs> okay, let's, 74. See, let's hear what he has to say. Hello, best friends. I hope all is well. And with as busy as we've all been, maybe Al is right. And a best friend summit is in order. Al, in your free time, why don't you go ahead and start planning that? A reading. The old classic. What do you do about the negative person talking behind your back and trying to bring you down? Sure, you can confront them and join them in their little game. You can turn your life into a grade school gossip hall. Of course, there are times, unfortunately, that you will have to engage with people like this. You may have to set the record straight on a serious allegation. You might have to challenge statements that might be damaging to the team or the mission. And when you have to engage, do it professionally. Say something like, I heard you had some pointers for me about how I'm doing my job. I'd love to get your feedback so I can tighten up my game. A statement like that will likely diffuse the scenario. The person will know that there are informants who will tell you what is going on, and that will likely stifle the situation. But let me tell you what my preferred methodology is for this situation. It is simple. Ignore and outperform. Yes, while you're over there watching me and talking about me, I'm working. I'm working hard. I'm taking things to the next level. You keep gossiping, I'll keep working. You keep talking smack, I'll keep working. You keep chattering about things, I'll keep working. You keep focusing on what everyone else is doing. I'll keep focusing on what I can do right. And when you finally look around at where you are and where I am, you will realize that you have nothing to talk smack about because you will lose and I will win. Outwork and outperform every last one of them. Jocko. So that reminds me, last night I just read, I was reading Marcus Aurelius' Meditations. This is chapter eight, and I pulled it up quickly. Uh, A man standing by a spring of clear, sweet water and cursing it, while the fresh water keeps on bubbling up. He can shovel mud into it or dung, and the stream will carry it away, washing itself clean, remaining unstained. To have that, not a cistern, but a perpetual spring. So it just reminded me like, of, um, like how you emotionally react. Be the river when people are throwing mud at you. Like this is of no consequence to me. I am stream. I am stream. You are mud. Hear me more. Hear me roar. Exactly. That's how I felt. Uh, so tomorrow will be my 40th. It is October 25th, 2019. The 26th will be my 40th day working in a row minus one day. I got sick two weekends ago for one day. 
I made fun of you. And then I'll make fun of me. And then Al got sick. For one day. And then I made fun of him. That's what we do. That bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my goal, I'm going to Mexico in at, as soon as we're almost basically done with this project for a week with my family. And that's the way I've been thinking about it is just keep moving forward. Don't stop. If you just keep, because the, the thing about this project is, is that even though there's so many moving parts is, as long as I'm moving forward every single day, the, the next day there's going to be less to do. There has to be because there's only a finite number of moving parts on this project. So as long as I'm doing something that day, no matter what, no matter how much everybody's whining, no matter how many, uh, you know, no matter what, what the weather's like, doesn't matter. I'm getting this done. Then nobody can stop me, and I'm gonna do it. Yep. Yep. There's Al yawning. needs He needs a nap. I need. I'm gonna go home and nap. Not pay attention to my kids or my <laughs> wife. <laughs> <laughs> and that will work out well for me. Yeah. Any any uh, closing words, Al? I do. If you want, how should I place this? So, even if you're not in in a stressful situation with a deadline. You always need to be building up your skills so that you have tools in your arsenal so that you, so things aren't so stressful or so hard. So whether you're in a, uh, in a mess or not. And, but if you're in learning Revit, if you're learning, huh, I am so tired. He is tired. <laughs> if you're in architecture and you don't know Revit, you should learn it. And we believe the best way is through, uh, having us train you because we train at school and we train other professionals. He has a rocket ship you can get on. It's called Revit Rocket Ship. So go to RevitRocketShip.com. Uh, money back guaranteed. Learn Revit. Get ahead of the game. Learn from all of the experience that we've gained and, and give yourself a boost up. So that's that's all I got. Here's what I got is if you are listening to this on iTunes, I want you to go to the iTunes app. I want you to scroll down to our podcast, and I want you to scroll down until you can see the five stars. And if there's if those aren't lit up with five stars, let's say there's four, put five stars right on top of that. Leave us a review. Uh, if you leave us a rev- uh, five-star review, don't forget you can email uh, alex at akg at f9productions.com, and he will send you a free book, free copy of, the, of, of his book, The Creativity Code. With that, I guess we will just talk to you next week. 